the Big 12 is about to get a whole lot bigger. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. I'm Drake Toll from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. I am happy to say, happy to say that Colorado, Arizona, Oregon, Washington, Pick every team not named USC and UCLA that is on your wish list, your dream list of Pac-12 teams. They're going to the Big 12. Congratulations. We've done it, folks. We've outlasted them. It's like at the Battle of the Alamo when, for a long time, the Texans, the Republic of Texas, they didn't want to fight the Mexican Army. They didn't want to fight. They wanted to stand their ground. They wanted to defend the Alamo. They wanted the Alamo to be remembered. And if they could hold that ground, they could hold that mission. That was actually unnecessary to the war effort, by the way. People don't tell you that, but it was kind of unnecessary. But if they were to hold that, they could hold off the Mexican army just long enough. And Brett Yormark, the Big 12, for two years, for two long, grueling years, they've held off the Pac-12. They've held off the Pac-12 to the point that that army, the army of those teams, has been dwindled down to the CW being its general. I wanted to play an experiment today i googled big 12 expansion this is a whole deal big 12 expansion it's the entire google about thirty-two thousand two hundred results they come up in 0.40 seconds on google first thing big headline pac-12 reportedly in talks with cw what does the cw stand for you may be asking i am asking myself the same thing so i'm going to google c second google of my experiment cw stands for it is the CW Television Network. I don't even, what does it stand for? I, there's Urban Dictionary. Why is it called the CW Network? Derived from the first letters of the name of its first co-founders, CBS and the Warner Bros. Oh, okay. Great. CBS and Warner Bros. CW. Then the other searches that come up. College football expansion. Sports Illustrated. New Pac-12 school to watch for Big 12 move per report. It's Deion Sanders in Colorado. Next. Pac-12 discusses small package. Huh. Never a good thing. Never a good thing when your headline says small package, by the way. Pac-12 discusses small package of games with the CW as it competes with major leagues for TV dollars. I love this headline, personally, because Pac-12 discusses small package, right, to compete. They want to compete with major leagues for TV dollars, and their way to compete is by calling the CW. That was CBS Sports. Athlon Sports. New Pac-12 school reportedly emerges as possible target for Big 12 expansion. Report. Colorado. A candidate to defect from the Pac-12? Outkick. Colorado could be a target to defect for the Big 12. Grading. San Diego State, SMU, and other expansion candidates for the Big 12. The Circus Out West. What's going on in the Pac-12? All of these are headlines. CBS Sports. This is a week ago. I still love it. CBS Sports. Pac-12 unlikely to reach media rights deal with more than 50% of games airing on TV. That's amazing. Unlikely to reach a media rights deal with more than 50% of its games, the Pac-12, airing on television. Big 12, Pac-12. Nothing to suggest new Pac-12 media rights deal is near with 15 months left on current contract. Even ESPN is posting, what does the future of realignment look like for the Pac-12? 
everyone is wondering. Everyone is concerned. Everyone in the Pac-12 should be very excited. Everyone relevant in the Pac-12 should be very excited that your school, yes, your school, Colorado fans, Oregon fans, Washington fans, Arizona and Arizona State fans, your school is coming to the Big 12. What are my sources? That's a great question you asked there. I've had a lot of people attack my sources over the course of my time with this show. My sources are greenbacks, money, cash, hard dollar bills, everything that crashed the stock market in 1929, that was all due to money. That same money, that same thing, starts with an M, ends in honey, is my source. The Pac-12 cannot continue at its current rate. Oh, yes, it can't. No, it can't. Number one, nobody is watching it. It's already not good. The strength of the Pac-12, not really there. You can make a case like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, like USC is this massive brand. UCLA is this massive brand. And guy, you know what? You got a point. They don't play the Pac-12 anymore. They already moved to the Big Ten. The two things, the two teams that were keeping your league together skedaddled. Whereas when the Big 12's two teams, Texas and Oklahoma, decided to leave, Big 12 got arguably stronger. I would make the case that your league is stronger when you have teams that want to be a part of your league long term, even if it means you take a bit of a cut when it comes to cap. But the Big 12 has still had no problem with TV deals and attracting new teams. And that's why the Big 12 will take Colorado. I was reading this whole deal. I tried to be educated before I jumped into this. College Football HQ from Sports Illustrated says college football expansion took two big turns in the last two years. The Big 12 has its sight on a third if the conference can get its way. This will be the next big headline. Colorado, a team to watch for a potential jump for the Pac-12, the Big 12 in the near future. Here's why I'm going to hone into the Colorado deal for a second. I already told you my sources are money. The Pac-12 is not sustainable right now. They're going to have to move at some point somewhere else, and it's going to be the Big 12. Pac-12 teams are not going to be able to move anywhere else. I don't think the Big Ten I, – I, I, the Big Ten's not. The Big Ten's not picking up Oregon. They're not picking up Washington. They're definitely not picking up then Arizona and Arizona State. So Colorado, here, here's why they want to bounce, and they'd be a great addition, by the way. I don't know if you've seen the campus. It's beautiful. The stadium's beautiful. Right outside of Denver, you fly into Denver, and boom. Go over the mountains and you're you're there. You're on campus. Great. The the new culture in Colorado, Deion Sanders walking in day one and telling his players, pack your bags. I got my guys coming. Him coming in and sending that message from day one. And literally everything Deion Sanders has ever said reminds me of a word. And that word is flashy. Deion likes shiny things. Has since he played in the NFL and certainly does as a head coach at Colorado. Guess what? When I think the word flashy, the last thing that comes to mind is the CW. You cannot tell Deion Sanders, Deion, good news. We, the Pac-12, have signed a new media deal. And that new media deal is with the CW and Deion Sanders be excited. I would love to have been in the room when he reacted to hearing this. Do you know what's coming out right now? Renewals on the CW? Let me paint you a picture. Pew! That didn't even have music like that. It would be completely different music. It would probably sound like this. We bring you back to the CW where Arizona State leads Cal 
three to two with four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Coming up tonight, it's the new season of Nancy Drew. What will she find? What's new tonight at nine o'clock Pacific time? Nancy Drew. Don't miss all next week. All next week, Kung Fu, All American, and everyone's favorite, Walker, a show that I think is about a cowboy. And following that on Saturday, Superman and Lois, not to be outdone by, and these shows are popular, Riverdale and The Flash. All that and more at the CW. As we welcome you to third down and 10 for Arizona State, every fan has left the stadium because they stopped selling alcohol at the end of the third quarter. There were only 15 fans to begin with. I hope they all found their way home safely. That's the future of Pac-12 football. You think Deion Sanders wants to stay there? Do you think Deion Sanders wants his games preceded by reruns of One Tree Hill and followed up by the latest episode of Superman and Lois? No. The answer is no. Colorado will find itself in the Big 12 very soon. Very soon. Because we were told a long time ago that the Pac-12 was going to have a deal in place by, by summer. That would be the summer last summer. Last summer. That didn't happen. December. Wait till it's just like the Big 12 announcing its football schedule. Just wait. November, December, somewhere in there. We'll have it. We'll have it. We're holding out. Not because we're not a strong conference. We're holding out because we can. We're waiting on the right author, Kliakov, whose deputy commissioner just stepped down, by the way, because of this fiasco. That's also not good. No, no, no. Okay, not December. That's fine. First of the year. Easily first of the year. No. Buddy, it is it's Wednesday, April 12th. Pac-12 doesn't have a deal, and the last murmurs were you were talking to the CW. So now it's spring. Yeah. Summer, maybe. It sounds like uh, you know, Chip and Joanna are remodeling a hotel here in Wake Up. It's supposed to be done in 2020. It is not 2020, by the way, guys. It's supposed to be done in like 2021, maybe. It's been a long time overdue. That's what it feels like. You know what you are, the Pac-12? You are Chip and Joanna's remodeled hotel. Except they got halfway through the project and they realized, crap, nobody's going to want to watch this. What people do want to watch is everything that FanDuel has to offer. I, I've made some money this week on FanDuel. Let me go check my FanDuel account right here, right now, live in front of you. I checked my FanDuel account. I uh, I sports wager through the app, and I've enjoyed it. I am up $21.15. I was up $4.72 yesterday. So $21 is good. Last week, I made over $600. Not too shabby, huh? Not too shabby. I also had a parlay in for the Atlanta Hawks. And here's what I love. Here's what I love. Take this. This is from last night's game. I had Kyle Lowry to hit six assists. That was one of the bets that I put in. Okay, I parlayed that. That was plus odds. I parlayed that with Carl Anthony Towns to score 30 points. All right. Not bad. It was plus odds. I parlayed that those two things. I parlayed those with uh, that one pitcher for the Dodgers to hit um, like eight pitches. I don't would maybe. What was his name? What's his name here? The Dustin May. Dustin May to hit a total of eight strikeouts. So. The assists, the points, the strikeouts, you can go in and you can parlay all of those things together. And it was $12 to win $444. Well, it didn't hit, but also still 
it was very fun to watch. I recommend doing that at FanDuel right here, right now. It's the best app. It's the best app out there for sports betting. Aaron Judge, you can pick up, uh, you can bet it. He's going to hit a home run tonight. Uh, or a pitcher will go over on strikeouts. Or build a same-game parlay with your favorite matchup of the day. So right now, don't miss this. It's a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel. FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. All right, so what does all this mean for the Pac-12? The Big 12, I should say. What does all this mean for Baylor and the Big 12? Well, this is a huge influence. Colorado's a big up-and-comer. They were already in the Big 12. It'll be a huge, huge impact to this league to have a brand like Deion Sanders here. Everything I know about Brett Yormark, everything I've been told about Brett Yormark, I've seen the guy a couple times, is that he, too, is flashy. Oh, boy. You put Brett Yormark in a, in a, in a room, in a closet, with Deion Sanders, not even no Mike Leach types and nothing inappropriate. Just Deion Sanders and and our commish in a room. Brett Yormark. They're gonna get along. Kliakov is not. You put Brett Yormark in front of any of these Pac-12 teams, and things are going to go well. So what does it mean for the Big 12? It means the whole league's about to get a lot bigger. You're going to have to start splitting things up into, into divisions. You're going to have to have schedule-wise. Now, look, you can have long-distance games. Baylor is going to play, inevitably, at some point at Central Florida. Uh, I think they do next season, right? They have to play at, at Cincinnati. Those games are just about as far as it would be to go play, actually way farther than it is to go play at Arizona or Arizona State. The the uh, Oregons, the Washingtons of the world, Baylor's going to have to travel to play those games. But that's the new nature of college football. You got to buckle up and get ready for that. If you're an Oklahoma State fan, realize that Oklahoma State and Colorado will soon be a conference game. Baylor and... Utah will soon be a conference game. There is not, there's not enough money. There's not enough prowess. There's not enough push to keep the Pac-12 together. The Big 12 did it because Brett Yormark stepped in. He got big brands with BYU, Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF. He went and he sold the hell out of that. People said, I want to buy in to what Brett Yormark is doing. Based on his resume, based on the new teams he brought in, I want that. The Big 12 is not dying. The Big 12 is now thriving thanks to the new teams in this league. Therefore, therefore, if I'm Colorado, if I am Utah or Arizona or Arizona State, Oregon, Washington, and I look at the two, there's, it's night and day. The pro-con list is not close. The Venn diagram is not close. There is nothing. There is nothing about the Pac-12 that would keep you in that league if you have the prospect of going with those teams that you already know and going to a conference that is much stronger in the Big 12. Why wouldn't you? It's money. So Big 12 fans get ready for really good football with Oregon coming. Washington's usually solid. Arizona and Arizona State exist. Utah, really good at football. Get ready for good basketball. Dana Altman, great at Oregon. Bobby Hurley at Arizona State. Arizona, great basketball. Get ready for baseball to be insane. Wildly competitive. BYU is now in the Big 12. Too. So you're going to have the BYUs and the Utahs to play each other and the Oregon to play Arizona and Arizona State. You're going to have your same old familiar matchups with the random Oregon and Cincinnati, which I think is great for college athletics, especially with an expanded playoff. And now you have access as a fan to games that are not on the CW, to games that are right in front of your own two eyes on ESPN, on CBS, on Fox, NBC, where you can watch. Not NBC, they have Notre Dame where you can watch these games 
and know that every big game, not less than 50%, but every big game will be televised somewhere accessible. That's what the future of the Big 12 is. Buckle up and get ready for it. I promise you. I promise you. That's the future of the Big 12. You might be noticing, some of you, it's your first time listening to the show, and you're from Portland. Probably sound similar to me. I have like a Portland twang. You're probably thinking, where's Cal? Why is he brought up Cal or Stanford? Hmm. Huh. That's how you sound if you go to Stanford or Stanford. Um, sorry. Mm. Remember a couple years ago when there were talks of how the Big 12 was going to implode and Baylor needed to go somewhere? And Cal was like, oh, the Christians, not us. That Cal was so anti-Baylor because Baylor ha is, has religious affiliation, which a lot of schools in America, a good chunk of schools in America, have some sort of religious basis or affiliation or start. But Cal, man, turning their nose up at the Baptist. And Oregon State and Stanford. Now, Stanford's got a big enough brand that the Big 12 would probably want them. Um, but it's not going to be a, the top three on the list. They have a great academic brand, obviously, and they're really good at swimming and shooting and jazz that nobody cares about. Sorry. But then there's the cow, the cows and the Stanfords that were so upset at Baylor. The ones that didn't have no way we could have the Christian schools mar our identity as a conference. Now, look, what are you going to do? If you are Cal, what are you hanging your hat on? When you call, when the Big 12 starts calling Pac-12 schools, you're not very high on the list. You're just not. What do you bring to the table? It's not good for those schools. So that's why I haven't brought up Oregon State. That's why I haven't brought up Cal. Because let me tell you what. If you're a Cal fan and you're listening right now, <laughs> I don't know how you made it this far in the podcast. If you're a Cal fan and you're listening right now, I think it's going to be so fun when you play Boise State in three years. And then the next week you play Fresno State. And then you play San Diego State. And then you play Oregon State. I think it's going to be cute. I think it's going to be eventful. Then the UNLV game, people are going to want to watch that. Heck, might even have a New Mexico State in that conference of yours, the old Jerry Kill. Hmm, who knows? That's the future of those teams. The Big 12 can't take the entire Pac-12, but they're going to have to take some of them. And some of the Pac-12 is going to want to go to the Big 12 by nature of the way the Pac-12 is imploding. That's it. Money-wise, it's what's going to happen. It's what has to happen. It's what all the headlines say. The CW is not sustainable for the Pac-12. Therefore, there are teams that are going to be poached by the Big 12. And if you are not, if you are not in the top mm, four to maybe six, sorry. And right now, if I had to pick, which I don't, thankfully, I have to sort through this, I am going to pick Oregon. Washington, Utah, Arizona, Arizona State. And I bet there's somebody else in there who's probably pretty good. But those are the five that I think the Big 12, certainly. Colorado is the sixth. Sorry. Those are the six that the Big 12 is going to take. Those six teams, you can, you can right now, right here, right now, record this. Post it on Twitter. Call me out. Those six teams will not be in the Pac-12 in five years. No chance. No chance. The CW is not going to do it. You're not a brand that can be sold. Your commissioner is terrible. His uh, deputy commissioner is already stepping down because things are so bad. The health of your conference does not exist. All the Pac-12 media members that are blowing up the Twitter sphere, contradicting themselves 
every 15 days with new information that's not true and isn't going to be true and lies that they're getting all these Pac-12 fans so hyped up about and so excited about, you at some point have to come to terms with the fact that your job as a Pac-12 media member is not going to exist very soon because the conference is not going to exist very soon. It's not sustainable. It's not going to be sustainable. The trajectory is not there. The Pac-12 is done. The Pac-12 is done. It's done. Give up. Tap out. KO. Deion Sanders, Colorado. That wasn't even one of the big pegs we talked about in the offseason. They're the ones that are leaving for the Big 12. They're the ones leaving. So when, you think Oregon's going to be outdone by Colorado? No. You think Washington is? No. These brands are going to leave for the Big 12, and you're going to see damn good new matchups that come out of this. Interesting matchups. Divisions, sure. UCF will only play Utah once every 10 years. That's fine. But you're going to see a Big 12 that has 18 teams. An SEC that probably will eventually have 18 teams. These conferences are going to continue to expand because guess what? Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? It's money, man. It's what pushes the envelope. It's what pushes the needle. And it's what's going to bring Oregon, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and Washington to the Big 12. Sorry. If you're one of those fans, don't get butt hurt. You're welcome that we're taking you. We don't have to, but we will. Because we're nice. Even though you were, some of you were rude to us over expansion two years ago when you said the Big 12 is going to fall apart. <laughs> now what, huh? Your conference is on the CW. Can't find your games. Hell. Who wants to watch Arizona and Washington play football anyway? I don't. And I love football. I don't. They could play, they could play a game tomorrow, Thursday. Broadcast on the CW. I wouldn't even hunt for the channel. <sighs> You couldn't pay me to watch college football come back and it be those two teams. I don't care. And guess what? The rest of the country agrees. I'm Drake Toll from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Thank you all for being my friends, being good people, those listeners out there. It's always nice to see your comments and the nice things that you say on Twitter and YouTube and jazz like that. Keep doing that. Please don't stop. It means a lot. Got a lot of stuff coming up. Be a busy guy. 31 days till I graduate the old college. Baylor will be my alma mater. It is my almost mater as we speak. Thanks for sticking around for that journey, folks. If you're my mom, thanks for listening to this part of the show. Glad to know somebody is. Come back tomorrow. More expansion talk as well as football. It sounds like R.J. Martinez is actually really good. I said a couple weeks ago that R.J. Martinez would not factor into the starting job for Baylor football. I lied. He actually looks really good. And I'm not even lying or like yanking your chain. RJ Martinez looks really good. Come back tomorrow. Maybe we'll talk about it. This has been, it always will be. I'm never going away. I'm Omni Podcast Duel. Locked on. See you tomorrow. Baylor.